Good morning, folks. I'm here with Scott Appland from Intel. Scott, thank you for coming to our uh, web radio show this afternoon. Sure, happy to be here. <laughs> Tell us a little bit what you do for Intel. Sure, um, I run our uh, developer program in Intel. So this is for software developers and really helping them take advantage of uh, any technology that Intel's bringing out and helping with the technical resources and uh, doing fun things like hackathons and training and just uh, having a good time with developers. Mm-hmm. It sure is a fun time. I see a lot of uh, energized folks here wanting to learn a lot about the technologies and the platforms that um, Intel is showcasing here. Which brings me to my next question. Talk a little bit what the developers can see here at WebJam and at Mo- Mobile World Congress. Sure. So yesterday, um, our, our president, Renee James, announced that a new developer program for the Internet of Things. And uh, this program includes a new dev- development kit and it's based on Galileo technology. So we've uh, uh, we introduced that here, and we're having a hackathon for the first time with developers getting some hands-on uh, with the development kit and seeing what they can create. Mm-hmm. Um, out of curiosity, for folks who may not be present at WebJam and at, the, at Mobile World Congress, do you guys do other hackathons similar that they can actually be part of? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, you know, many people may not know it, but Intel does a lot with software developers. And we have the Intel Developer Zone is our main uh, portal for developers around the world to engage with us, find out what we're doing, get the tools, training, and, uh, and interact with the community. And so depending on what the developer is creating, let's say it's an Android app. We have some really good Android tools and emulation tools and help for developers to take advantage of um, Uh, native Android running on Intel architecture, uh, or if they're developing, let's say, uh, Windows applications, we have some great uh, training and materials and tools for uh, Windows 8. And um, then, of course, there's our new Internet of Things developer program. So a little bit of everything for the developer to work Mm -hmm. with. There's a lot of buzz, obviously, for Internet of Things. And uh, from your experience, what are some of the challenges that developers face uh, in this space? Sure. Well, you know, a lot of this is has to do with, um, you know, developers have a lot of great ideas. And it's like, how do they turn those ideas into reality? How do they uh, build something that's uh, usable and, and workable? And that's, our program is really focused on <coughs> with those, taking those ideas and helping them, giving them the tools to turn them into uh, so that's that's kind of what we're doing here today. We've in this hackathon, we got developers. We gave them the, uh, the the tools, the development kit, some software tools, and some training. We said, "Hey, what can you create?" And there we have a like fifty of them down there right now. Uh, working on it, and we'll see what they come up with. Ah, you, you, so you can't give us a sneak peek yet as to what's going on? Oh, I don't even know. Um, so, you know, they're, they, uh, I think it was an hour ago where they sat down. So first of all, we had a uh, standing room only uh, crowd that queued up two hours in advance mm-hmm. for 50 slots. So we had 50 uh, kits available for developers, and we had to turn away quite a few. Um, but the guys who did get to sit down, uh, they... They first opened up the box, started connecting up the uh, the wires, the add-ons, the Wi-Fi, the cameras, and all the different things to the Galileo box or the board. And um, now they're getting some initial training on the tools, how to set up the environment. And then we'll see what they create. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to some examples that you have seen out uh, that are being developed right now in the Internet of Things space? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's one example just within Intel. So... The Galileo board, uh, for those who don't know, it's based on the new Quark processor. This is something Intel just announced back in uh, September, 
It's a very low-cost, low-power uh, uh, microprocessor or, or uh, system on chip. And the Galileo board is uh, really a complete system for a developer to now create something, uh, a device for Internet of Things that has sensing and can talk to the cloud and, and do about anything. So at Intel, uh, we actually had a team that looked at us and said, hey, we could use this in our uh, manufacturing and test environment. So they took the Galileo board and they created a... Um, uh, a product that would um, test relay switches, and it would notice when a relay went out, it would go through and test hundreds of these switches, and it ended up saving this test team hundreds of hours every year and millions of dollars. So it was just an example of uh, you know a way to use this board. There's lots of other ones too, like uh, um, we were doing university. Uh, hackathons where they're looking at disaster recovery and uh, how to how to monitor um, and uh, implement a disaster recovery system when different things happen in the environment and sense when those are happening and have a, a way to to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit. How do you see Internet of Things, big data, and the cloud converging in the future? Yeah, um, that's what's different about. In, traditional embedded devices and Internet of Things devices is they have the cloud connectivity. The devices can, uh, are connected to the cloud. They're um, take, ingesting lots and lots of data that they're getting from these sensors and, and put it in the cloud. And then users can access that, uh, that information in hopefully a user-friendly way and, and respond to it, either controlling uh, or, or taking action based on the data that's coming from the sensors. So the challenge is, is really making it easy to connect to the cloud and then easy to, to use that data in a consumable way. Um, so that's one thing we've done with our development kit is made sure we do have cloud connectivity and what we're calling it as a uh, cloud uh, analytics platform as a service to let developers get started and start to experiment with cloud, the connectivity, the analytics, and uh, putting this into a whole um, you know, solution for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe uh, Intel is also running a pro- program called co- uh, Code for Good. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Um, a couple years back, I had a developer in my team who uh, just had an idea. He said, hey, I'd like to try something called Code for Good. And so he organized a hackathon, first one, and said, hey, developers, um, who, who can cr- come up with some really good solutions? In this case, the, the challenge was um, how to keep uh, uh, women in, engaged in technology and learning uh, the sciences and technology. So they, they looked at this problem and came up with a lot of ideas, and they worked for like 40 hours straight, but they came up with some really good uh, applications to help with that. Um, since then, he's been holding hackathons around the world, and we're getting developers just coming up with some really interesting ways to uh, solve real-world problems. Mm-hmm. So Internet of Things, uh, uh, this is, with our new developer program for Internet of Things, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have a Code for Good series around the world and let developers see how they can use this to change the world. Wonderful. Scott, I know you're um, busy and you have to run to another uh, meeting. I want to thank you for your time. Great interview and uh, good luck with the show. Back to you, Nick. Thank you very much.